Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Monday, July the 26th. And uh, my friends, so here's the deal. A couple things uh, as we begin. The first is I am recording this at home, and so there is construction going on not far from our house. So you may hear some beeps in the background. Nothing, my plane isn't going down. Nothing, nothing is happening poorly. Uh, just know that. And the other thing is, so last week I was on vacation and I recorded everything on Monday and Tuesday ahead of time and then just dropped the episodes on the days that they were uh, to be scheduled to, to be listened to for that gospel. And it wasn't until Tuesday or Wednesday after all these recordings were done that I learned, a friend told me, that they had some static and they had some... Um, skipping and things going on. And, well, I wasn't going to redo them all, so I ask your forgiveness. You know, I, I'm sure last week was not the greatest. So downloaded a new vi- voice recorder, and we're working on that. So I hope this goes well today. If not, we'll try a new one tomorrow, and we'll see what we can do. So uh, I appreciate your patience with all this. But anyway, all this to say, hey, today we've got a feast day. Uh, it is the feast of uh, Joachim and Anna. Uh, now that, uh, because it's a memorial today, uh, that doesn't change our readings, but we'll talk a little bit about, um, uh, just very little, but uh, Joachim and Anna, who they were. And uh, so our gospel, we will continue through the 13th chapter of Matthew, okay? So we'll kind of pick up where we left off. Uh, you remember we talked about the parables. Jesus was using parables. Then he explained the parable of the uh, sower and the seed, that was Friday. So today he's going to use two other parables. Uh, Spoke a lot in parables. So today, Matthew 13, verses 31 to 35. Short gospel, but a gospel you know, and it's a good one. Good one for us to ponder and just sit with, okay? So let's break open God's word together. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus proposed a parable to the crowds. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that a person took and sowed in a field. It is the smallest of all seeds, yet when full grown, it is the largest of plants. It becomes a large bush, and the birds of the sky come and dwell in its branches. He spoke to them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed with three measures of wheat flour until the whole batch was leavened. All these things Jesus spoke to the crowds in parables. He spoke to them only in parables to fulfill what had been said through the prophet, I will open my mouth in parables. I will announce what has lain hidden from the foundation of the world. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You know, that idea of speaking in parables, I, I, again, I, I want to be humble when I say this. I don't want to ever presume I know what Jesus meant. But I don't believe, brothers and sisters, he was trying to speak to them in ways that perplexed them or in ways that, oh, I'm just going to tease them. They're going to get close to what it is. Uh, you know, it's kind of like a horoscope. They can take it and go wherever they want to go, and I can just claim that I was right in, in whatever little piece they, that, that comes about. 
I don't think it's any of those things. I think, I think Jesus did it. One, again, he's speaking to an agrarian people, and he's speaking of sowers and seeds, and he's talking about mustard seed and yeast, all these wonderful images that they would know and understand. And, uh, and two, I think he's speaking of it in a way that he makes it memorable rather than just say, hey, the kingdom of heaven is this. And, and they either remember it or they forget it. But, but in this case, they can walk off to whatever their role in, in that culture, in that society at the time was, and they can sit and mull over that mustard seed image, that yeast image, that seed that was uh, thrown among thorns or thrown on a path or thrown on rocky ground. What's that like? And they can just mull it over in their minds and, and go layer under layer under layer as to what that kingdom of God is like. Now, brothers and sisters, I want to I wanna say this. Jesus, uh, first thing, the kingdom of heaven, both these, he starts with that. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. Kingdom of heaven is like yeast. I want to I wanna be very clear here. I don't think Jesus is saying, when we get to heaven, you're going to see this. Or, or you know, um, heaven is like. Brothers and sisters, our faith journey today, I, I want to be very clear about this. Our faith journey is not, I repeat, not just about getting to heaven. Now, that may sound really weird, right? Our journey is not just about what happens after we die. My friends, our life in God is just that. It is life in God now. That the whole idea, when he's talking about it this way, is he's not saying that the kingdom of heaven is going to be like this. After you die, you're going to see things like this. He's saying, how do we bring the kingdom of heaven down to us now? Not when I get to heaven there, but how do I open myself to the kingdom of heaven now? How do I invite it in to the now? How do I unify? How do I become one with the triune God here and now and allow that to transform my life here? That's what Jesus is talking about. Don't let anybody tell you differently because I don't think that's the gospel. The gospel is that whole, which is why the Eucharist is so unbelievably beautiful in this. It is not just about something that, that there's Jesus, let's, let's adore. But instead, let's take Jesus within us and allow it to transform my very being. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which is the smallest of all seeds, barely even perceptible uh, to our human eye. And what it does when a person takes it and sows it, it grows into the largest of plants where the birds of the sky can even come. But that growth, brothers and sisters, sounds pretty quick in a sentence when Jesus just says it, right? That growth takes years and years and years. And the kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman takes and mixes in three measures of wheat flour until the whole batch is leavened. Okay, she mixes it and mixes it and it leavens it all. And does it rise immediately? Of course not. 
We don't even see. I, our human eyes cannot look and watch that yeast as it leavens the dough and as it, it allows it and, and invites it to rise, right? I always, I told this before, one of my first memories in our old house when we lived uh, in town was mom would be making bread uh, at night and then put a blanket, you know, put it in a pan and put a little towel over it and uh, in the morning coming and watching and seeing that it had risen and just the wonder of that. Brothers and sisters, the kingdom, the transformative kingdom of God within you and I are saying yes to God, are unifying in that relationship with the triune God is no different than our unifying and saying yes to our spouses. You know, if all love was, was that looking at our spouse and, and thinking she, I'll use this with Renee, was the most beautiful woman coming down the aisle that night, which, by the way, I believe she was in my life. I, I cannot imagine someone in my life more beautiful than, than Renee when she walked down the aisle that night. But if that's, if that's the moment, and I say that's all it is, marriage only goes downhill from that, right? If that's all it was was capturing beauty or all it was is, is that um, uh, ascent of the eyes, that, that pl pleasure of the eyes or of the senses. But that's not what love is, right? Love is that unifying of my heart and, and life and, and intellect and, and just the way I, I am in the world to the way Renee is in the world at a, at a level that is far deeper than, than outer beauty, right? Because love and, and that life, that unifying life uh, that I speak of with spouses, that takes years and years and years and years. And it is beyond feeling. It is beyond sight. It is beyond whatever sense that is there. That is a depth. That's what Jesus is talking about. He's inviting us, brothers and sisters, to a life of discipleship, a life of following him, which is, as we talked about last week, right? You put your hand to the plow, you don't look back. It's, it's a long life. And, and I just want to say this, for those of you who may be discouraged in that long life of discipleship today, oh, brothers and sisters, I have been there with you, and I continue to be there with you, and I will be there with you again. Don't lose heart. The kingdom of heaven, our, our transformative journey uh, as disciples of Jesus Christ, as, as followers of him, uh, of, of that unitive relationship, of that marriage to, to Jesus Christ is a long one. And it is not, as the, the saying goes, merely up and to the right. It is not linear. It is not a straight shot and we get better every day, I don't think it's like that at all. I think it's far more like the Dow Jones. Uh, look at, at how stocks go. They go up some days and down some days, and some days are down years. Some years are down years. Some seasons are down seasons, and some seasons are up seasons. Or, or, or think of it uh, as uh, the, the growth of a tree. That a tree, um, we can see you know, in the circles when it's cut down, uh, the good years and the bad years. But we know this, that, uh, that every year the, a tree has growth time, but it has time that lies dormant in the midst of, of the winter. And brothers and sisters, so with our faith life. If it is true for a tree, 
It is true for us. Because there are seasons of growth in our faith life and in our unit of life with Jesus Christ. And there are seasons of where we lie dormant, where, where we lie fallow, where we feel empty and alone and we feel there is no growth taking place. Brothers and sisters, may I remind you, you are not at the end. You are not at the end. Why? Because the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, is like yeast that has infected the whole batch. The Spirit of God did not leave you, and it does not leave me. Praise be to God. Even when we make poor decisions, even when we, when we don't feel that presence, uh, even when uh, our life feels alone, beyond our senses, things are happening. And it may be a time of fallowness. It may be a time of, of dormancy. It may be a winter time in our life, in our faith life. But that does not mean that uh, that sap doesn't still live within us. And that when that sun comes out and when those temperatures rise, uh, that we too, that sap will run and we will move forward and we will grow larger. I mean, that's, that's the history of, 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 of plant life. It's the history of the Jewish people and the, the early church. It is the history of our life. It is three steps forward and two steps back. It is not linear. But brothers and sisters, I know this. I know that a mustard seed planted in good ground will grow. It will grow. And so will the kingdom of God in you and I. The kingdom of heaven is not just something we look for at the end of time. It is not just something at the end of our lives we experience. Our yes to, to, to God, our marriage, our relationship, our openness to that triune God begins now, today. And our yes to God. And subsequently, subsequently, because of our yes to God, our yes to each other, that that invites us to say yes to other people. It is the best, brothers and sisters, but it is not linear. And there are seasons of growth and seasons of pain and, and hurt uh, where we lie fallow and we lie dormant. But we still move forward in faith because our God comes with. You know, today is, a, I said, a feast day. Feast day of, of Joachim and Anna. Joachim and Anna are the parents of Mary. Now, nowhere in scripture, you can read the gospels and you will find nothing. Uh, this all comes from um, extra uh, scholastic, extra, oh, what do they call it? Um, uh, other sources uh, aside from uh, scriptural ones where uh, tradition, and they're early ones, not ones, you know, a thousand years later where we just, you know, make up names for the mother of Mary and the father of Mary, but rather they were uh, extra biblical. That's the word I was looking for, extra biblical sources uh, back at the time where Joachim and Anna are named, and they are the parents of Mary, who of course was the mother of Jesus. And I say that not to remind you who Mary is, but I say, you know, Anna and, and Joachim may never have seen Jesus in their life. They may have died long before he was married. <laughs> Jesus was married before Mary was married and gave birth to Jesus. And, and I use that image again just in that same image we talked about, right? With the seed. We may be planting seeds, brothers and sisters, that we do not see grow to fruition, but that does not mean God is not active within them. 
Do you know what we know about Joachim and Anna? Very, very little. And the only thing we know is we know Mary. We know the daughter that they raised. And if that daughter paints a picture of who they were, what an incredible picture that is. Incredible picture. We only know who they are through the daughter that they raised and her ability to say yes when all of her agenda was going in a different way. And when she was invited into a new place and, uh, and to say yes in a way unexpected, she didn't hesitate. Thank you, Mary. And vir- by virtue of your yes, Mary, we thank you. We say thank you to Joachim and Anna. How wonderful. Let's pray, shall we? Uh, again, we uh, just finished the sorrowful mysteries last week, didn't we? So we're in the glorious. So let's begin uh, with the sign of our faith in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The first glorious mystery, Jesus rises from the dead. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Saints Joachim and Anna, pray for us, and St. Bridget, pray for us. Now, I know Bridget's feast day was last Friday, but it's my daughter Bridget's birthday today, so I invite Bridget to pray for us once again. My friends, have a wonderful Monday. God's peace to you all, and we'll see you again tomorrow.